नान्तो नचादेर्नच संप्रतिष्ठा अश्वत्थमेनं सुविरूढमूलं असंगशस्त्रेन दृढेन चित्वा ततपदं तत्परिमार्गितव्यं यस्मिन् गतान निवर्तन्ति भूयः तमेव चाद्यं पुरुषं प्रपद्ये यतप्रवृत्तिः प्रसृता पुराणी निर्माणमोहाजित संगदोषाः अध्यात्मनित्या विनिवृत्तकामाह द्वन्द्वैर्विमुक्ता सुखदुक्कसंक्यैः गच्छन्त्यमूढा पदमव्ययं तत नतद् भासयते सूर्यः नशशांको न पावकः यद्गत्वान निवर्तन्ते तद्धाम परममममा तद्धाम परममममा भगवान डिस्क्राइब्स द एंटायर कॉस्मोस एज अ जाइंट ट्री पीपल ट्री विथ इट्स रूट्स अबाव विथ इट्स रूट्स इन दैट सुप्रीम रियालिटी and the whole tree is as though coming down from that supreme alone and one who recognizes understands this tree becomes the knower of veda in the veda the main theme of the veda is to know that supreme self alone and here vedas indicate that supreme self uh, taking the help of the known so through the known the unknown is indicated so in the upanishad the unknown is indicated as janmadyasya yataha that from which the world came into existence or world appeared it is sustained and in which it goes back that is the supreme reality we experience the world through our senses through our mind so in other words 
supreme reality is that from where all our thoughts emerge in which the thoughts exist and in which the thoughts again merge back so we have to seek that supreme within this our own self so first step bhagwan says is to gain vairagya and the second step is to inquire and seek that root of all the activities all the thoughts with the attitude of complete surrender few uh, values few important qualification bhagwan mentions five qualification which will help us those who have this qualification will be able to attain that state of enlightenment so freedom from all pride freedom from all delusion freedom from the defects of attachment constancy in uh, spiritual uh, knowledge means constant contemplation on the nature of the self freedom from all other craving and uh, freedom from the pairs of opposites when we have this qualification such a qualified person comes to recognize his own self becomes available to recognize the self he reaches that state of enlightenment so that state of enlightenment is not different from the reality reality itself is the state of enlightenment and bhagwan says it cannot be it is not illumined by the sun it cannot be illumined by the moon nor can it be illumined by the fire and having attained which person doesn't fall back into delusion a person doesn't get uh, trapped into samsara so yad gatva na nivartante tad dham paramam mama so having said this now the question is how come he having attained this doesn't come back because uh, we find that in the world whatever we attain we can come back or go ahead nothing is uh, permanent or stationary so even if after lot of struggle if we attain something there is always a chance of coming back or with one may go forward or may go sideways always there is a chance of uh, shifting from that state it can be attained through our self effort karmas it can be attained through some spiritual uh, sadhana like uh, japa tapa yajna yag Uh, acquiring lot of punya we can attain a particular state but after some time one can come back down from that state so here also it is said that one attains that supreme state but never comes down so how come he never comes down hmm? how come he doesn't fall back into samsara that question has to be answered also bhagwan uh, answers the question about a relationship between the seeker and uh, ishvara or that supreme reality what exactly is our relationship who is the one who is seeking and what are we seeking are we one one uh, seeker is different from that which is sought or is there some relationship 
So that question also is uh, dealt with. Also when we study the scriptures, we have these terms uh, Jiva and Ishvara being used. So what exactly we mean by Ishvara and what is the meaning of Jiva and their relationship is also conveyed in the following uh, verses. So let us chant. Verse number seven. Mame Vamsho Jiva Loke. Jiva Bhutas Sanatanaha. Manashashtanindriyani. Prakritisthani Karshati. Mame Vansho Jeeva Loke Jeeva Bhutas Sanatanaha Bhagavan says Mama Eva Amshaha Jeeva Loke Jeeva Bhutas Sanatanaha He says My Amshaha My Part alone has become the jiva in this world of jiva. Jiva means living beings. The various beings are there who are alive, who are conscious, who have identity, who are experiencing the world. The little, little selves, they are called the jivas. All of us are like jivas. So not only human beings, but animal, bird, plant and complex like it is. Uh, this jiva is quite complex. In the sense, uh, like we consider this body as I, but sometimes at a lower level of uh, beings, the group mentality is there. So the whole group considers themselves as one unit and all. So different types of uh, levels of the jivas are there and um, so in jiva there are two two things are there. One is that consciousness is there and another is matter. So what we have uh, in living being, consciousness and matter is there. What we had seen in the previous chapters also. So in the 13th chapter Bhagavan talked about Prakriti and Purush. So uh, uh, a living being also is a prakriti and purush. The form which is there is the purusha and that consciousness expressing through that form. Uh, the form is what? Prakriti, okay. Uh, you are more alert I think. So the form is prakriti and the, the consciousness expressing through this form is the purusha. That Purusha is also called Jiva. In the seventh chapter, Bhagavan uses the term Paraprakriti, and that Paraprakriti is also called Jiva. Apareyamitastvanyam vidhi prakritime param Jiva Bhuta Mahabaho Yayedam Dharyate Jagata. So Jiva means that I. That I am consciousness, 
I am who is aware of this body and this world. That I is called Jiva. And this, the world of eyes are called the Jiva Loka, the world of Jivas. So we are not only on this earth, but there are many, many other Lokas where different types of beings are there. So the scriptures describe many Lokas and different strange beings. On earth also strange beings are there. But there are stranger beings on other other uh, worlds. So all of them are called Jiva. There are uh, millions and millions of uh, uh, life forms. The scriptures talk of 84 crores and all, but much more than that. 84 crores is just a number is given, but much, much more variety of uh, different uh, life forms are there. It's like the sun, which is, uh, how many suns are there? One sun we have. And when it gets reflected in the ocean water, how many reflections can be there? You cannot count. There are millions of reflections will be there. Each of them will be different, but there are millions of reflections of the sun, of one sun in that ocean. Sometimes you will find that in one wave there are so many reflections within it. Sometimes a single drop of water is there and the reflection of sun is there. Sometimes two, three drops of water come together and one reflection may be there. Or a half a reflection. All sorts of combination, permutations are possible of the reflection. Similarly, the Purusha is like the reflection or like the expression of that supreme reality as consciousness. And the body is the Prakriti, and bodies are also of different variety of uh, uh, forms. Uh, all of them are made up of these five great elements. Then they have the sense organs, the organs of uh, action, organs of perception, the mind, the intellect. But they also are in various permutation combinations. They are like the kaleidoscope. In the, we put some, we used to make it in our childhood, put some bangles and all in that thing. And then every time you turn, you get a different design. So every turn and you get a new design. Similarly, every second person is a new design of a jiva. So jiva loka it is called, the world of beings. And who are these jivas? Bhagavan says, Mama Eva Amshaha, they are my part only. They are my part. When Bhagavan is talking Mama, I, it is not that he is talking as Krishna, as one individual. He is speaking as that supreme reality itself, as Brahma, as that pure consciousness, pure existence. See, everyone uses the term I. And at what level we use the term I determines our spiritual progress. Mahatmas also use the term I. And ignorant fool also uses the term I. But their understanding is totally different. Mahatma uses the term I and identifies that I with Brahma. He says, Aham Brahma, Smi, that I is Brahma. 
इग्नोरेंट पर्सन सेज आई एम सो एंड सो मैं शर्मा जी हूं आई एम दिस पर्सन आई एम अ मैन आई एम अ वुमन आई एम अ डॉक्टर आई एम अ लॉयर आई एम अ हिंदू आई एम अ मुस्लिम आई एम अ ह्यूमन बींग सो मेनी वेराइटी ऑफ थिंग्स वी टॉक अबाउट दिस आई विद इन वन डे इट कीप्स ऑन चेंजिंग वन मोमेंट यू से आई एम हैप्पी नेक्स्ट मोमेंट यू कम एंड से आई एम अनहैप्पी सो जस्ट नो दैट आई वॉज हैप्पी वॉट हैपन इट चेंज टू अनहैप्पीनेस सो दैट आई वेन भगवान यूज इज द टर्म आई ही इज यूजिंग इट फॉर दैट ब्रह्म यस ही नोज हिमसेल्फ एज ब्रह्म therefore in the previous chapters also bhagwan says aham atma gudha kesha sarvabhuta shaya sthitah i am the atma residing in everyone's heart i pervade this whole world maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakta murtina in my unmanifest form i pervade the entire world so when bhagwan uses the term i it means brahma satyam jnanam anantam brahma the pure existence pure consciousness and pure bliss he doesn't mean uh, vrindavan krishna or gopi krishna but he means that pure consciousness who is expressing in that body of krishna but is that pure consciousness and he says that my amsha alone is the jeeva now amsha literally it means part but that supreme reality cannot be cut into parts so it is as though a part as though it appears like a part for example space how many space are there one very good very intelligent so one space is there but then we have a big house and uh, and so many rooms and all those rooms are also space only we say that oh we will we don't have space we have more space in this room so when we talk about rooms we are talking about space we talk about a hall we talk about kitchen drawing room living room and all we are talking about space like architecture and all that they just bind the space into different different form so that we can utilize it but space is one and it seems to be divided because of the presence of those walls it seems sometimes all four walls sometimes even a part of the wall can appear to divide space sometimes just a hint of a, some colors and all can appear to divide space and some portion remains dark so you feel oh that is a different space some portion is bright you feel it is a different so color can divide space uh, fragrance can divide space different uh, things can divide sound can divide space sometimes we go to party and all then we want to go to another silence yahan par is jagah thodi shanti hai so you have divided space into shanta space and ashanta space but space remains same 
So this division is only superimposed on that space because of the presence of this uh, factor which seems to divide space. They do not divide space. Nothing can divide space. But they seem to divide space because when those factors are there, attention goes on them and space appears divided. Similarly, consciousness, the pure consciousness, what Bhagwan is talking as I, cannot be divided. It doesn't have parts. But because of the presence of different uh, bodies and the presence of this consciousness in those different bodies makes it appear as though the consciousness is divided. Like I had given example in the previous chapters of the, the light of the sun. So at night we look up in the sky and there is a brilliant light of the sun which cannot be seen. So it is so dark. But there is light which is not seen. It is the transcendental light. The pure light. Transcendental light cannot be seen, cannot be touched, cannot be comprehended, but it is there. But when a moon appears in that space, then what happened? We see light and we see the moon also. Two things appear simultaneously, the matter called moon and the light which falls on that matter. So that matter called moon, we can call it Prakriti. And the light which falls on that moon is like Purusha. So that light which falls on the moon, that Purusha is the Jiva. Another term for that Purusha is Jiva. So suppose there are ten moons. So there will be ten lights falling on the moon. So then we will say light is only one. But now it has ten parts as though. So if you ask the transcendental light, it will say, all this moon and the light which you see, they are my parts only. They are my parts. Mamai vamsho jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatana. They are my parts. But those parts, they have their own separate as though identity and they consider themselves as that moon and consider themselves as different from other moons and they are unaware of the transcendental light. That light is unaware of itself as the transcendental light, but it is aware of the other moon and says, Oh, dusra moon hai, mai alag hu, ye mera chachera bhai moon hai, ye mera uncle moon hai. So like that, all these uh, moons are seen. But uh, the transcendental light, which is Krishna, who is speaking, he says that these are all my parts only. They assume themselves a different identity and then they suffer also. They enjoy also and they suffer also. So if they want to continue enjoying, that is fine. But those who want to come out of it, they should try to understand me. When they understand me, then they will enjoy the whole thing, whole drama. When they come to comprehend me, they will come to know instantly that I alone am there in all the moons. The light in all the moons belong to me alone. 
So therefore this word amsha should not be taken as part. That is very important. It appears as though part. So mama eva amshaha. So I am as though part of that supreme reality. Part because I am I am identified with this body. When I drop this identification with this body, I I come to know that I am the whole. And once I know I am that whole, then I no longer become the part. Then I am no longer confused that I am a part. So that is what we call the state of enlightenment, having attained which there is no more return to the samsara. One comes to comprehend oneself as one is. So that is the jiva. I, in the identified with one particular body, is jiva. And when that uh, the transcendental that uh, consciousness which knows all the bodies and all the world is also called Ishvara, is Brahma only. But another name given to that Brahma is Ishvara. So Ishvara is one who knows all the all entire cosmos. He knows uh, each and every being, and uh, uh, is always uh, free, always muktaha. So this Jiva is also I. This. Jiva, when this Jiva surrenders to that Ishvara or surrender to that Brahma in knowledge, then its little identity gets dissolved and it comes to recognize itself as the Supreme Being. So therefore Bhagavan says that this is Jiva has become, my own Amsha has become the Jiva and the Jiva is also Sanatanaha. Essentially, it is also eternal because it's my amsha only. I only am that jiva. So it is sanatanaha. Sanatan jiva. Sanatan means eternal. So I, that pure consciousness, is eternal. I identified with this body. That identification is not eternal. Identification keep on changing. But the real nature of that I is eternal. When we identify, then there is sorrow, pain, trouble and all. So that essential nature of this I is eternal. So Bhagavan says, Mama eva amshaha jiva loke jiva bhuta sanatanaha. Our Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi gives a very beautiful uh, uh, way of explaining this. He says Ishvara and Jiva are like uh, two, uh, like uh, what you call, beings with having different dress. Jiva is one who is wearing a smaller dress of his body and Ishvara is one who is wearing the dress of the entire cosmos. But the consciousness is same, it's one only. It's like uh, in our world also. Like suppose a great brigadier or a commander or a general of an army is there. General. And he gives command and everyone 
so thousands of soldiers and all they listen all the other people they listen so all these other his uh, juniors are sitting in front of lieutenant generals and colonels and brigadiers and what not are sitting in front and he is there talking to them so he is a general that time at that time he receives a phone call from home <laughs> when you come back home please bring the sabji jawan ko bhej do wahan par market mein le gaya he said yes so he says yes to his wife there not as a general but as a general person <laughs> same person is having a two different identities here is commanding the whole battalion and here he is being commanded but the i is same but the identity is different because of the different identification similarly when bhagwan says i have created this world and when jeeva says i am bound it is the same i who is speaking it is not two different eyes it is the same ek hi i hai the i which is bound with the body he speaks that oh i am bound i am miserable and all and same at a deeper level that same i is free is that ishvara so it is the depth how deep we go and recognize our i will determine our spiritual progress a, a ignorant person is recognizing i at the very superficial level only at the dress level only at the outermost status and all level some people are caught up in their status so much that it becomes difficult for them to go deep so when we go deep we come to the body level then the senses level then the mind level intellect level and deep within the real i as that pure consciousness so that pure consciousness i is is that supreme reality alone which alone has become this limited i so mama eva amshah jeeva loke jeeva bhuta sanatanah so i am related to that re, uh, reality not as two different entities but i and the reality are one and the same ignorance create division the division is not actually there the difference between ishvara and jeeva is not real it is created by illusion ignorance so when this ignorance goes away one comes to recognize oneself as that one complete supreme truth so mama eva amshah jeevaloke jeevabhutas sanatanah so my amsh alone has become the jeeva in the jeevaloka how why when we became and all those details we did not bother over head those are all philosophical questions but now at present i find myself as a jeeva so as spiritual student we have to take the journey back to our 
roots if we don't one who doesn't take the journey will have to go through this samsar and samsar is nothing but taking birth again and again taking birth means identifying with different life forms constantly hmm it's like the sun shining and lot of dust particles are moving in the space so it keeps that uh, light keeps identifying with different dust particles sometimes it moves sometimes it turns and all and accordingly the identification keeps on shifting similarly we also keep identifying with different this dust particle like this bodies human being animal bird plant it goes on and on and on punarapi jananam punarapi maranam punarapi janani jatare shayanam eha samsare bahu dustare kripaya pare pahi murare so again and again one has to take birth so who takes birth this this i this jeeva takes birth means he just drops one identification with one body and identifies with another body that is called birth and death and death and birth now at present we are identified with this body hmm we don't even know when we started that identification this body material was there in the mother and the father that time we did not identify with this body father did not feel that there is someone ghost in my body but when the that fetus was growing then at one stage i identified with it and then this birth of the body and i continued identifying with this particular body then whenever the karmas or whatever the get exhausted about this body that identification drops and one identifies with other body that is called uh, punarjanma reincarnation so that reincarnation bhagwan talks here he says manashashtani indriyani prakriti sthani karshati and this uh, half the sentence is connected to the next verse also he says uh, this jeeva is purusha only who takes the help of prakriti and experiences the joys and sorrows we had seen this before also in 13th chapter purusha prakriti stohi bhumte prakriti jan guna that purusha taking help of prakriti experiences the uh joys and sorrows created by the gunas of prakriti pure light for example doesn't have any variety in it but when it is uh, put through the film then you see the beautiful variety of uh, things on the screen the movie is seen because of light in darkness you cannot see the movie but uh, it is also seen because of the film film alone cannot give you the movie pure light alone cannot give you the variety of movies the combination of film and the light when it comes then you see the wonderful movie in front of you the whole drama goes on hmm. so that light pure light 
as though taking help of the film creates the drama of the film uh, the yeah, film cinema so similarly the purusha is like that light and prakriti is like that film so both coming together there is a drama of this wonderful world so uh, what are the things which uh, the purusha takes help from the prakriti he says he uses the mind and the indriyani manashashtan indriyani mind as sixth and the indriyas the senses sitting in them and uh, uh, attracting them the purusha experiences the joys and sorrows of this world in a poetic way bhagwan is saying so manashashtani indriyani indriyani means the senses organs of perception there are five and the sixth as manaha mind is also an organ of perception only but it remains inside it perceives through the senses when i see mind is also involved in seeing hearing tasting touching mind is also involved mind responds to whatever is seen and that response of the mind is called our feelings when i look at the flower then i respond <gasps> so eyes are looking at flower and there is a response that response is the mind response to the stimuli i hear something i respond so those feelings just as the perception is present in the present moment feelings are also present in the present moment just as perception is something true something real when i say i am looking at a flower you cannot say oh, no no how can you look at the flower you can't look at the flower. but i am looking at the flower it is a fact so perception is a fact and the emotions which are come as a response to that perception is also a fact if perceiving something i feel sad that is a fact if i perceive something i feel happy that is also a fact so perception and the feeling they are facts no doubt does it is colored by our knowledge and experiences and all of the past but when i experience it it is a fact then the intellect is there which commands on these facts intellect is quite a, i tell you i don't want to speak anything more about it but it's like a commentator apna like our news reporters and all apna laga dete apna ne if i feel happy intellect why are you feeling happy that person gave you this flower pata nahi kahan se leke aa gaya unhone padosi ko unhone chura ke aapko de diya hai why you are happy so it will question the ek to perception and it will question the emotion also and try to confuse and says no no you should not be happy you should be angry then because of the thoughts and all sometimes then the mind responds to the thoughts and different emotion comes 
see mind responds not only responds not only to the perception it responds to the thoughts of the intellect also it says many therefore you will find that sometimes we see someone when we spontaneously smile comes then the intellect says unhone aapka paisa liya abhi tak diya nahi you are smiling ab why are you smiling at that fellow withdraw your smile so immediately i withdraw the smile you must have seen some people they break laga dete smile ko aur withdraw kar lete hain it's quite interesting smile comes with full glory full this because it's a response then intellect stops it and pulls it back therefore intellect actually plays a very important role in controlling the mind and controlling the senses if the intellect has got good wisdom if the intellect has got good memory to back it it will take good decisions it will guide the mind also properly guide the senses properly intellect plays a very important role therefore bhagwan here tells arjuna to surrender to his intellect buddhav sharanam anvichcha in the second chapter but uh, intellect which is not properly uh, is not wise the intellect which doesn't have good memory to support it is a most uh, dangerous intellect then then it can lead the person in some other direction so the whole mechanism in which this body mind intellect senses function is very interesting just as we like to study the computer and how it functions and all auto application people are all found of all sorts of things nowadays they keep on we should try to see this application which bhagwan has given us how interesting it is very fascinating and even the whole lifetime can go for us to comprehend it completely the functioning of the body the mind the senses they are very fascinating very interesting and they are quite connected to each other they are like mathematics so all the problems and the things can be solved mathematically also that's what the psychologists and psychiatrists and all try to do try to solve it mathematically so manashashthan indriyani prakriti sthani karshati bhagwan says this jeeva uh he pulls that mind and senses from the prakriti prakriti has got 24 tattvas in it we have seen this what are the 24 tattvas the five uh, uh, the five elevate uh, the five sukshma uh, panchamahabhut then the five objects of perception the five organs of action five organs of uh, perception then uh, the mana buddhi chitta ahankar these are the 24 tattvas so out of this 24 tattvas uh, this uh, jeeva pulls those whatever is required for it to experience the uh, world which is also made up of this prakriti only karshati means pulls it it's like you go to a new place you got transferred to a new uh, locality and all then you take all your saman and ship there and then you have to immediately interact and also you pull those things from your suitcase immediately which is required baki unpacking baad mein karenge but thodi cheeze jo hai chahiye wo 
immediately nikal ke you then uh, function similarly this purusha takes things from the prakriti it takes the five organs of perception the mind and all and functions in this world dekho karshati so manashashtanindriyani prakriti sthani karshati it pulls but when does it do it so this is connected to the next verse bhagwan says shariram yadavapnoti यच्चाप्युत्क्रामतीश्वर गृहीता संयाती वायुर्गंधा निवाशया शरीर यदवाप्नोती यच्चाप्युत्क्रामतीश्वर शरीरम यद अवाप्नोती वैन द जीव एक्वायर्स वन पर्टिकुलर बॉडी इट पुल्स दिस माइंड द सेंसेस इट इंक्लूड्स अदर थिंग इंटेलेक्ट एंड अहंकार एंड अदर ऑर्गन्स ऑफ एक्शन ऑल्सो द सूक्ष्म शरीर पुल्स इट एंड टेक्स हेल्प ऑफ दिस बॉडी टू एक्सपीरियंस द जॉयज एंड सोरोज ऑफ लाइफ it's like our mobile we have the we have the little chip and we have the instrument some of our data is stored in the chip so you get a new mobile thing then you remove that chip but before removing you pull all the information whatever is required and all all the important contacts and all delete some contacts which are of irritating people keep something which is important then pull it and take it into the other other instrument so this instrument is like the stool sharir and the all the application software and all is like the sukshma sharir hmm so that is required for this jeeva to function so when he takes up a new body he pulls the senses also and the mind and all and functions through that body and then later on it wants another body so it drops this body yacha api utkramati ishwaraha so this jeeva is also called ishwara here so this ishwara that is this jeeva when he utkramati when he leaves this body after some time we live, we have changed millions of time the body countless time still one is frightened of death every means one of the most common experience which we might be having is death dropping the body taking new body dropping the body taking new body chalte at least this this lifetime it appears quite stable for a long time but even khatma chue ye wo uske sharir mein you don't get much lifetime by the time you grow up it's already done some beings they live only for few few minutes few seconds few days barish mein wagaira aate jeev few moments they live but in that few moment they have their entire life lifetime 
they are born they send their children to school they come back they pack their lunch everything happens in that small short period of time they have their own incident they have event they have marriages happening they have so many things happening children are born parties this that and all and they die within 2 hours their whole lifetime is gone we are like brahma ji for them having great lifetimes we can tell them are humne aapke 10 generation ko dekha hai yahan par isi haath se maine unko bete bete so this is quite a interesting phenomena shariram yadavapnoti yachapyutkramatishwara so this ishwara means i that i am who is identified with this body has got uh, samskar the in the chitta hmm, all this is there and we identify with a particular body to experience a particular type of uh, experience joys and sorrows it's like our dream we identify we create a particular world in our dream and we identify with a particular type of body to experience that world but after that thing is over we drop that dream and go into another dream last time also i told that in one sleep in one night sleep you may have multiple dreams and you might not remember those all those dreams so you dream one thing you are in kolkata then you go back to sleep then again you dream that you are in mumbai then you sleep then you are in chennai you kept you are going into metropolitan cities hmm. so if you ask the chennai person are wo kolkata mein kya ho gaya you say what kolkata what are you talking about he doesn't remember kolkata but when you wake up you remember all the three you remember kolkata you remember uh, chennai you remember mumbai everything but when you are dreaming of kolkata you cannot remember mumbai similarly when i am dreaming that i am this body i don't remember the past i don't remember the future but when i come to comprehend my own self i will remember all my lifetimes it is said a realized master can if want remember all the various uh, life forms through which he must have passed through so shariram yadavapnoti ye ac off kiya hai kya unhone nahi theek hai very good maybe sharir dusra mil gaya hoga so yachcha pyutkram atishwara so when that ishwara leaves this body then what the jiva when he leaves this body then what he does that takes that grahitvaitani uh, sanyati he takes the mind the intellect and all those things and goes to the other body sukshma sharir it is called those who have studied vedanta there are we have three bodies as though the 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 gross physical body then the subtle body which is called sukshma sharir and the karana sharir स्थूल शरीर सूक्ष्म शरीर एंड कारण शरीर स्थूल शरीर इज मेड अप ऑफ द ग्रॉस फिजिकल एलिमेंट्स द फाइव ग्रॉस फिजिकल एलिमेंट्स आकाश वायु अग्नि जल पृथ्वी दैट इज द फिजिकल बॉडी 
the sukshma sharir is also made up of these five great elements but in their subtler form so sukshma sharir consists of our sense organs organs of uh, action the pranas the mana buddhi chitta ahankar all these are in sukshma sharir the inner equipment and the karan sharir is the stock impressions of all our life forms usme stock hai it is like the swiss account usme pura paisa bhara hua hai ha that is the karan sharir aasani se wo khatam nahi hota hai then the sukshma sharir is usi mein se thoda leke man buddhi chitta ahankar and all those things are there and stoola sharir is made up of the physical body so when a person dies the physical body is dropped but the remaining two remains and a very interesting point is not that uh, he goes somewhere and all this body is dropped and acquires another body the bo- the it's like the outermost shell is removed and puts another shell on top it's like sometimes people change their mobile covers and all na ek nikal dete hain aur dusra pehna dete usko are wah naya liya kya nahi naya nahi wahi hai similarly when we we drop one body and acquire another body but the inner material we take it with us so gruhit gruhitva etani sanyati to holding on to this uh, indriyas and mind and uh, intellect and all this ishvara means that jiva leaves one body and goes to the other body our gurudev used to give humorous uh, example of how a person get transferred from one place to another place he says first the transfer order comes government and all department and transfer order you, you have to go to some other place he was working here in delhi and all everything nice flat and nice government uh, quarters and all then suddenly the order comes that you have to go to our office in andaman and nicobar island eh baap re do mahine mein aapko jo hai wahan join karna padega so that fellow then when he gets first of all he gets shock of his life then do do then he doesn't inform it to his members at the home also and slowly he tells them and slowly everyone decides now okay so what did they do they do they start packing their things half the thing they start donating they suddenly become great donors actually therefore you will find dying people they are good donors they like to donate is ha uske naam pe ha chalo kar lo uske ha usko de do so they become great donors because you can't carry the whole thing there <laughs> either you willingly become donor or others will come and take it away so that is the only choice so you start donating all those furnitures and all which you don't want baki sab pack karke jo hai pehle se वहां अंदमान भेज देते हैं ट्रांसपोर्ट से हाँ इंपॉर्टेंट थिंग्स यू कीप व्हाट इज फाइनली रिक्वायर्ड एंड ऑल दैट इज कैप बट मेन थिंग्स आर सेंट देयर देफोर गुरुदेव टू सेल जस्ट लाइक अ पर्सन डाइंग देन थोड़ा पैकिंग स्टार्ट हो जाता है मेमोरी पैक हो जाती है 
और सारी चीजें पैक हो जाती है पैक मीन्स ये जस्ट पैक्ट इट एंड सेंटेड टू द नेक्स्ट बॉडी ऑलरेडी क्या आप जाके वहां पर सर सेटल हो जाना मैं आ जाता हूँ थोड़ी देर में सो पैकिंग टेक प्लेस गुरुदेव टू से दैट फाइनली वी टेक द लास्ट कप ऑफ टी ऑल्सो विद अवर नेबर्स ऑल ऑफ देम असेंबल टीयर्स कितने साल हम साथ में रहे आपके ही घर की चाय हमने पी बहुत बार नाउ वी विल फील सो सैड एंड ऑल दोज थिंग्स एक जाने के पहले हम बताना चाहते कि उस दिन वो मीटर जो है मैंने ही काटा था आपका so after sharing their joys and sorrows then he departs <laughs> anyway all the jokes of life there so and there when we are born is a little child slowly the unpacking happens slowly and steadily we start packing unpacking first the senses and all are unpacked then mind the intellect and then after few years everything is unpacked and we function so bhagwan said this is what we call life and death we go leaving one body and go to another he gives a very beautiful example vayur gandha nivashayat just as vayu the air the wind takes the fragrance from one place and goes to the other place so when you are in a particular place and the vayu comes if it comes from a beautiful flower garden and all it carries the fragrance with it you can't it doesn't carry the flower but it carries the fragrance because flowers are jada it cannot be carried but the subtle form the fragrance is carried similarly when a person dies he doesn't carry the body but he carries the fragrance the mind the intellect the samskar it is carried from one life form into another life form whatever thoughts whatever emotion whatever habits we have in this life some of them we have acquired in our past lives also we have carried it from so many life forms some fears some some negative emotions and all can be carried from other life forms also fear jealousy pride these that and all we must have picked up in some other life forms so this is what life and death is but that ishwara or the jeeva remains he doesn't die actually that word death is a, a misnomer nobody dies he just trans, transfer ho gaya we don't say khatam ho gaya so transfer ho are ye yahan par rehte the wo kahan chale gaye andaman chale gaye ab unka makan maine liya hai मैंने ही कोशिश करके उनको अंदमन भेजा दैट लेटर ऑन बट अदरवाइज ई स्टिल दैट अंदमान ई स्टिल सर्वाइविंग ई डजेंट नो बिकॉज ही हैड लास्ट कप ऑफ टी विथ दिस फेलो बट ई डजेंट नो अपार्ट फ्रॉम कटिंग कटिंग द मीटर यज कट इज अदर थिंग्स ऑल्सो एनी सो गॉट sometimes the jokes and all can be quite distracting ha uh, what was ha uh, so the pers- the jeeva doesn't die i don't die full stop 
the body and the I get separated and it gets attached to another body. Now, since we are aware and we are identified and we only see the body, we see life and death. But those who see a little deeper, they will not see life and death. For them, there is no life, there is no death. They are always there. The jiva also always there. There is no life and death for jiva. So, why your gandha nivashayat? And body is, after all, changing. It has to be dropped. So, vayur gandha nivashayat. And what are the things which he carries from one body to another? That Bhagwan mentions here in the next verse. He says, Shrotram chakshusparshanancha Rasanam ghranam evacha Adhishthaya manaschayam Vishayanupasevate Shrutram chakshusparshanancha Huh, these are the things which he carries, the sense organs, the mind. It represents all the, all the sukshma sharir. So, shrotram, the ears, chakshuhu, eyes, parshanam, touch, rasanam, taste, granam, smell. Adishthaya, seated in this, manaschayam, also in the mind, the the jiva vishayan upasevate experiences the vishaya experiences the the or uh, objects of the senses so with the sense organs plus the mind it experiences the objects of the senses the intellect the chitta this that and all are added application to it the minimum is the senses and the mind with that one experiences the world. Intellect adds more beauty to it. Chitta and all adds, and the organs of action, then one responds to it. But through these senses and the mind, one experiences the joys and sorrows of this world. So this is the jiva, and this is the story of the jiva. So after explaining the story of the jiva, one Bhagwan in the next verse, reveals that one has to recognize this jiva as that pure self. Otherwise, this samsara will go on. This is called samsara, going from one life form to another life form, carrying our samskara with us, is all samsara. And it will go on and on and on and on. There is no end to it. Unless we recognize ourselves, this samsara will go on. People for a short time, they derive certain happiness, and they feel they will always get this happiness. So they don't want to come out of this samsara. We have a very weak memory. We don't have memory of the sorrows. I don't know whether it is some psychological thing. That we tend to forget the sorrows. Some people remember. But we tend to forget sorrows. So when the joy, great joy is there. Ah, then sorrow comes and all we forget it. Then again the joy comes. So, for a short time the joy is there, but most of the time we are in trouble only, caught up in different types of life forms. 
So Bhagwan says that you should try to escape from it, try to release yourself from this bondage, and that can be done only as a in the human form. In animal bird form, it is not possible. And for a short period, we get this human form. It's an opportunity, and one who makes use of that opportunity becomes free, and one who doesn't use is bound. So that is what now Bhagwan says in the next verse, very important verse. Bhagwan says, Utkramantam stitam vapi Bhunjanam vagunanvitam Vimodhananupashanti Pashanti jnana chakshushaha Utkramantam stitam vapi Bhunjanam vagunanvitam Pashantit jnana chakshushaha Those who have jnana chakshu, eyes of wisdom, those who have eyes of wisdom, pashanti, they recognize. What do they recognize? Their own self. When do they recognize? Where is their self? When do they recognize? They recognize in whatever be the condition of the body and the mind. They recognize the self. Utkramantam. While dropping the body at the time of death, they recognize. Or stitam, or while living in the body, they recognize. Bunjanamva, or while experiencing the joys or pleasures of this world, they recognize. Gunanvitan, when they are endowed with uh, Sattvagun, Tamagun, Rajogun, they recognize. Who recognize? Those who have the eyes of wisdom. They recognize this self in whatever, because it is always present. So even when we are dying, the self is present, we can recognize. Or when we are in this, identified with the body, one can go deep and recognize that self, which is express, the self alone is expressing as I, is alone is expressing as this world. It is the self alone is playing. So it requires the eyes of wisdom to recognize it. It's like the oxygen which is alone there helping us to breathe and making us survive. But it cannot be recognized just like that looking at it. It requires a special technique to understand that there is this what we call oxygen. Similarly, in a, to recognize that self, you need the help of the scriptures which gives you the eyes of wisdom. Jnana Chakshu. So with that Jnana Chakshu, one recognizes the self. It's like the book which you read. With an ink it is written, the whole thing is written. But when you are totally focused on what is written, you will not recognize the ink. But if a person wants to recognize the ink, he can take up any word and can recognize it. No, no, I want to take good word and all. Bad word also you take and you will recognize the ink. Because behind every word, the ink is there. 
Without that ink, words are not there. So behind every experience, that self is alone is there. So person who has Jnana Chakshu, even if he gains that Jnana Chakshu when the time for the body has to be dropped has come, and as the body is being dropped, he can recognize the self. Sorry, there I am. Though the body is being dropped, I am still there. I do not die. It's like I remove the uh, shirt, kurta, but still I am there. So similarly, a person at the time of death, actually time of death is a great time of meditation. I mean, it's like a meditation. One should not miss that. So, it's uh, like meditation. In meditation also consciously we try to withdraw our attention from the body. But at the time of that, effortlessly it happens. Yamaraji is standing there, so he says, Chalo, jaldi karo. So, then it happens. That one withdraws from the body. But when one remains conscious, one remains alert at the time of death, then one will comprehend that body is just like a dress. And it is being dropped there. And sometimes even is seen as totally different. So at the time of death also, if a person is alert, will be able to recognize that self. That's what Bhagwan even said in the second chapter. That even at the time of death, one can recognize. Or when one is alive and uh, the body is there, and functioning, one can, with the eye of wisdom, can recognize that self, I am, that pure I. So, to recognize the self, only you have to focus on I, because that is the self. So, when we focus our attention, we experience I am, I exist. So when we keep focusing our attention on that I am and shift all our attention from everything else, that I am itself will reveal its own secret. It will reveal the secret. It's like some magical those boxes are there. If you keep looking, like that, that I am will open its secret. Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi says it will it will disappear, it will dissolve, and the real I will shine forth. Like sometimes they show no, in magical, magic show and all, that magician is wearing some, uh, this, uh, some dress and all, uh, what you call, uh, gown, huh? totally covering his body and all, and looks like a ghost only. And suddenly something happens, that gown falls and that magician appears there. Similarly, this uh, ego and false eye is like a gown which is worn by the self. When through inquiry it falls down and the real self shines forth. So, pashyantid jnana chakshushaha, sthitam, bhunjanam, even while experiencing joys and sorrows. See, all our experiences are different levels of joys only. Or different levels of sorrows, whatever way we have to look at it. 
take any experience it is just different degrees of joy which is experienced hmm. intense joy or intense sorrow is experienced at a deeper level at a very at our heart what you call spiritual heart level intense joy and intense sorrow intense fear also intense all those so even when one is experiencing this if one is alert one will be able to recognize that self it is from the what is experience if we shift our attention to the one who is experiencing then that experience will uh, that uh, awareness attention will lead us to the recognition of the self like i am looking at the flower so normally when i look at the flower the whole attention is on the flower but then you just shift your attention to the eyes which are looking at the flower to the eye who is looking at the flower and then suddenly you come to know that you not only are aware of the flower but you are also aware of the eye who is looking at the flower that means your whole attention is shifted there is a paradigm shift so this paradigm shift can happen even while experiencing joys and sorrows of this world they are to be utilized when one becomes happy or unhappy immediately we should take that opportunity to recognize the self even sorrow because sorrow makes a person more shant shant ho jata hai sorrow mein joy mein uchal kud karne lagta hai sorrow mein thoda sa what happened now i am very sad you know why you are so quiet now don't talk to me now <laughs> so that is a good opportunity to go and recognize the self in fact even arjuna in his sorrow only he approached bhagwan krishna gautam buddha because of sorrow only he recognized his self sorrow can be quite interesting phenomena so bhunjanam while experiencing joys and sorrows one can or gunanvitam when we are endowed with satvagun rajogun tamogun that time also one can recognize even in tamogun one can recognize the self in satvagun in rajogun it can be recognized when we have the vision of jnana jnana chakshushah so knowledge when we acquire through the scriptures through our teacher through contemplation when we gain knowledge knowledge gives vision drishti and that drishti reveals our identity reveals our self so by shravan manan nirityasan when we come to know we get uh, the way to look it's like there are millions of stars in the sky but you want to look at a particular star then you should have a drishti that where exactly that star is and how and all those things then you can look similarly through knowledge we get drishti to look at our own self so jnana chakshu pashyanti but vimudha na anupashyanti but the foolish and uh, deluded person na anupashyanti doesn't see doesn't see the self which is so vivid and so explicit doesn't see 
यंकराचार्य जी से अहो कष्टम वर्तते अनुक्रोशते च भगवान भगवान इज इज एक्सप्रेसिंग इज सौरो फुलिश पीपल डू नॉट सी देमसेल्फ वेन इट इज सो क्लियर सो विमोढ़ा न अनुपश्यंती बट ज्ञान चक्षुषः पश्यंती सो दिस वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट मोर वी विल सी क्लास टुमोरो